Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Siren and Fam Podcast. <laughs> I'm gonna say this right now. I am honestly not feeling very, um, peppy as I usually am. Uh, quarantine has me <laughs> even more depressed than usual. Well, usually I'm very, de- I'm pretty depressed, but now I. I'm, whew, I'm going through it even more so. Uh, so, I just wanted to really come on here and just, well, really talk, honestly. Um, <laughs> uh, sorry, I'm trying my hardest not to start crying at the moment. Because it's, 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 it's pretty bad with how I'm feeling, because it's not the fact that I can't go anywhere, because I, I hate going places. It's just the fact that the people who usually talk to me all the time are pretty much gone. Like, barely anybody that I've had a sort of connection with or whatever, friends boyfriend, family, what have you, they don't really talk anymore. I mean, I myself never really talked a whole lot, but when I was with them, or when I wanted to speak to them, I would make sure that I was super active with the conversation. Because <laughs> that's just me. I, If I know something, or if we're interested in the same thing we're gonna talk about it for the longest time but lately I haven't really had that privilege anymore people I've been closest to don't really speak to me anymore they've practically disappeared off the face of the earth or some people from school some friends from school they seem to have we seem to be showing, really, their annoyance towards me. Fine to me, like straight to my face now. Well, sort of. <laughs> like, even though they probably didn't mean to, in, the, in the text to seem like I'm like I'm annoying or anything, I can tell. And at this point, it's it's more hurtful than being told that they're not your friend anymore, honestly. To be able to tell through a text message in a group chat, no less, that the message that they sent to be able to feel that they are pretty much done with you <laughs> or done with your antics in general even though before all of this happened they were acting like your best friend like a mother even <laughs> it hurts a lot really 
Um, this is honestly really dumb, but so I've been dating this guy for about almost a year. We got together back in October and the year mark is coming soon. But the thing is, I haven't heard from him in the last couple months. And so, I know he's not dead. I know that. I know he's not sick or anything. I know that for sure. Because my messages keep getting left on red. It's. I don't. I don't get an answer to those texts. I to all the texts that I send. Until, I. Have a breakdown. Through text. To either a friend that we both share, or to him directly <laughs> and it's it's stupid because usually teenagers have they we spend we spend a lot of time on our phones the time i spend on my phone is usually me playing games and reading books and classwork i don't really spend a lot of time on social media or taking pictures or searching stuff up unless it's like me trying to continue learning Japanese because my Japanese teacher has sent a link for us to look up or something or just me looking something up so I can better understand the language and start being able to speak it casually but most of the time I'm not really using my phone for what uh, most adults think a teenager would use their phone for other than playing games like (sighs) but to not hear from your boyfriend or girlfriend or crush or whatever that you usually speak to almost on an almost daily basis it doesn't sit very well at all because usually they would stop you from feeling this as depressed as I am right now and for them to just for him to suddenly just disappear like that and not really speak to me unless I break down because of how much I freaking love him and how much I miss him. It just makes me feel like I'm abandoned at this point. And I know that it sounds like I'm crazy or that I'm super duper clingy, but you guys probably can't tell I'm sure you guys can't tell because you haven't seen me in person, but 
last year, I lost my mom to <laughs> drug abuse. And she died from it, unfortunately. Like, she was clean for half of a year, and... Well, not even half a year, she was five months, and then a guy comes over that she was trying to get with, and he just screwed it all up for her, and she went back to weed, and he ended up giving her meth-laced weed, and she had an overdose from it. I, unfortunately, was the one out of all of her kids that were in that apartment to see her before any autopsy happened or anything. I had pronounced her dead first. <laughs> so, and it, I still feel like I could have done something. Because at the same time, I woke up with Wallace, while the guy, while the same guy that she that was best lives, that's been living in our house for about two weeks, came into the house. Well, came into my room really, at 3 a.m., something like that, to tell me that something was wrong with her. And of course, you know, it's not good to tell a child that, but it doesn't matter. And. Ever since I've lost my mom, I haven't really been feeling very well, ever. And then, when I met, I met one guy before, my current boyfriend, and I thought that he was a year older than me. Like, I'm 17. I probably don't sound like it when I'm talking but I'm 17 and I thought that guy was 18 because the pictures looked believable the ID looked believable <laughs> he it just looked believable <laughs> and I just I was I thought I actually could feel actual attraction after and like an attraction I would and I would have someone that would like back me up on it on feeling how I am. <laughs> but that guy wasn't eighteen. And one of the things that I still remember that he said hurt me so much still to this day is that everybody dies all the time suck it up I don't really care and that was when I still thought that he was 18 so I was like really bummed out because <laughs> at the same time I was going through a depressive episode while in a call with him and for him to say that, it really messed me up, and I didn't trust guys at all, really, because I was like, he's like every other guy I've dated in younger years. They never really cared about my feelings. 
so the next one probably won't care either but I guess I'll try anyway <laughs> and honestly this my boyfriend is very nice he, he's he's really sweet really <laughs> considerate and phony we were supposed to have met up a long time ago, but his dad is the protective type, and as parents should be, and didn't really want to have to drive two hours just for us to meet up and hang out for I don't know how long. But he didn't really, he didn't know my grandmother, well, my granny, he didn't know me, so he just didn't want us to, didn't want his son to be far away from him. Understandable. But ever since this pan, but before the pandemic, we were talking on a daily basis almost. Now, I barely hear anything from him. <laughs> it's really stupid. But luckily, I have my cat to help me out with uh, how I'm feeling. He isn't trained to be a support animal. I'm kind of self- well, he isn't, he isn't trained professionally. I'm kind of self-training him to help me out because I had a cat before him who used to, whenever I, whenever I feel depressed, he used to come up to me and just lay all over me, give me all the attention I could ever want, and we were best friends, practically, he, act, he, he acted human loved playing with small dogs and everything like that but uh car wasn't so nice to him he didn't miss unfortunately so i'm mad at that driver but i can't do anything about it cat's been long gone for a while Talking about so many depressing things at once is very hard to do. Because so many depressing things have happened in my life that I really could go on forever. But, um, I'm not gonna really keep going with it and so I'm gonna <laughs> end this one here it's almost 5am well it 
407 right now, really. I'm gonna try and get some sleep. I haven't really been sleeping correctly. Well, I don't have really have a sleep schedule anymore. Like I used to, thanks to big bad depression being like, Oh, here you go. Take some insomnia. You'll be fine. It's great. You can you can you can take a hit of this of this and insomnia and be good. Oh, you want coffee? Good, because you already have insomnia. It's just it's just, just gonna boost it. <sighs> yeah, scare your granny because you have insomnia, so you haven't been sleeping at all at night. Which you should be doing. But you walk into the kitchen to get a bottle of water or a soda. Just and just and accidentally scaring your grandmother. That's good. Your depression is telling you, "Hey, I'm with in, I'm with insomnia right now. It's great." <sighs> Enough of the stupidity. <sighs> I hope every one of you is uh, doing better than I am. Hopefully. Um. I don't really know what else to say, but, uh, yeah, keep social distancing, keep wa keep washing your hands, stay safe, I will, uh, see you soon, bye.